Welcome to episode 16 of the Pucks and Deep podcast, sponsored by Pucks and Deep. Pucks and Deep. I'm always right, and Alex is always wrong, and that is the motto of this podcast. God damn it. Well, considering I just had the audio muted for the first time we did this, mm-hmm. um, I think you're right. So uh, I had a lot of correct predictions, and you had a lot of incorrect predictions, and that is why that is our motto. Okay, look. It's irrelevant because these are bubble games. They don't really matter. This is the second time I've said this, but that's irrelevant. I got some of them right. I and was, I got more of them right. Uh, it's, it doesn't matter. I got enough right. No, I didn't. I got I fucked up royally. Yeah. yeah. So I would like to talk about the. Uh, I'd like to talk about some of the things we missed from last week because there was so much hockey news. And then we can talk about what happened in the last week of hockey. Okay. Does that sound good? We so, got to keep this under an hour this time, though. Or else what? I have a very important dinner to attend to. Ser- I, seriously? Yeah, I have a reservation for uh, two um, in my living room with my wife um, in an hour. So. Okay. Well, I I don't care. Um, wow. If it goes over, that's fine. You can be late to your reservation. Uh, wow. Do you hear right. that, folks? Alex does not respect the sanctity of marriage. I'm not married, so I mean that. Wow, it's not incorrect. Uh, okay, so we didn't talk about NHL awards, which is somehow we forgot about. Um, well, it's because they're not important. Well, we should still talk about them, don't you think? Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. So the first award. Uh, oh, John says, "Why my comment no visible? Uh, because the service I'm using doesn't work for Facebook, and I'm trying to fix it. So don't worry about that." I'll try and fix that for next week. So the first thing we have is probably the, actually, let's tell, do that one last. We'll do the heart last. The Selkie. The Selkie finalists were Patrice Bergeron, Sean Couturier, and Ryan O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Um, these mm-hmm. awards are for the best defensive forward. They mm-hmm. don't really, there's no real, like, formula. People just, like, say, oh, he's good at defense. Let's give him this award. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were people that I think were better defensive forwards during the season who didn't get nominated like who um what's that guy in tampa bay's name what's that guy uh oh my god barclay goodrow bark i mean he is the best but no that's alex Kalorn. andre palat no no keep going he's new he's young cernak no no he plays center oh Cirelli. anthony Cirelli. there you go see he should be nominated he just played all the defense with Braden Point and Steven Stamkos and Kucherov did all the offense. These awards are dumb. I don't care who wins this award, but it's probably going to be Sean Couturier because he hasn't won it before. And he absolutely deserves it. Sean Couturier is a great defensive forward. He's okay. Calder. This one is also contentious for the best rookie. Quinn Hughes, Dominic Kubelik, and Kale McCarr. Two defensemen and then the forward. Kale McCarr. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Dominic Kubelik is not going to win. So we can eliminate him. Unfortunately, where he would he would probably have forty goals if if uh, the season continued. Yeah. He is ter- I think he had like two goals uh, in the play-in rounds. Um, we had five points in the first game. Yeah, which so, is insane. He's, boy's he's good. A, he's apparently really good. Um, so it's between Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr, and it's they're the same to me. I, I think Quinn Hughes is better, but I have not watched much of them play, so I do not really. This is going to be weird to you. I don't know if I should form an opinion. Uh, I think we just broke my <laughs> brain. <laughs> you not having an opinion is, dude, 
Quarantine's changed you, man. I, I mean, well, there's a lot of things that have changed about me. Mostly my weight has increased, but that's irrelevant. Um, um, I, I, Kel McCarr will probably win it just because Colorado has a better record. But who should win? But, but Quinn Hughes, I don't know. Are they counting the bubble? Play for this? No, it, all the votes were in before the, the gotcha. playoff restart. Yeah, well then, yeah, it's going to be McCarr. Just because of how hyped he was. I mean, Quinn Hughes... Um, Quinn Hughes had like, more points. He's like the highest scoring defenseman currently in the bubble right now. But uh, They're both in the bubble. No, I mean, Quinn Hughes is. Oh, yeah. Like, but you like, think McCarr No, like win? in the for the games in the bubble. Oh, oh okay, okay. I think McCarr had more points. McCarr's like... Hughes had he more has points second, during the season. He has the second highest points on his team. Hughes had more points of during the season, though. McKinnon. Huh? Did he? Yeah. Mm. So... Whatever. Um, we'll see what happens there. I, I, I say Hughes because, I don't know if you remember, at the beginning of the season we made predictions, and I said that a Hughes would win because it was clever. Cause there yeah, were- but it was very vague. No, I said Hughes will win the you Calder. Took, you, you, you took the easy way out. No, I didn't. Yeah, I took did. the way that gives me two possible chances. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Who did I, I say? Who did I say would win Calder? Ooh, I don't know. One of our sleuths should go back and... Uh, I would not go back and listen and to listen old to podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So the Vesna, uh, Connor Hellebuck, Tuka Rask, and Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, Connor Hellebuck should win this award because. Agreed. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. It's just yeah. pointless. Jack Adams, Coach of the Year, Bruce Cassidy, Jordan Totorella, and Elaine Vigneault. Um Elaine Vigneault. Uh it's it's Vino or Tortorella. So Tortorella is the Blue Jackets. Vino is the Flyers. Yeah, I think Vino just for how how he came in and turned this Flyers team into what it is right now, and they're a fucking force. And if I'm sure the people watching us right now are watching the Philadelphia Tampa Bay game, and they're they're fucking playing amazing. Are they winning? Yeah, they are. Hmm. I thought the, the Flyers were going to be bad, so I'm certainly wrong. Yeah, um, and that's exactly why I think Vigneault should win Jack Adams. We will talk more about Tortorella later, um, but I think he should win. Um, Ted Lindsay is voted by the players as MVP. Connor McDavid was not nominated, which is mm-hmm. weird, but it was Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, or Artemi Panarin. Uh, I think the players will say Leon Dreisaitl because he got the most points. Um but I really don't know. And then um, I think it will be Dreisaitl, but I think it should be Panarin. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, the Bill Masterton, the sad award for the person who the had the, the worst thing happen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Johns had concussions. Oscar Limbaum had cancer and Bobby Ryan had alcoholism and then scored a hat trick on his first game back. I hate this award. It's so self-serving. It's weird. It's like you were the worst of the best and it's, mm-hmm. It's bad. So who do you think should win? Oscar Lindbaum. Yeah, because he had cancer and beat it. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't score a hat trick on his first game back. He hasn't even played his first game back, or unless he's playing in the bubble now. I don't think he's playing currently. Yeah. I think he's training. I think he skated with the team. Actually, I'm going to pay attention to this game a little bit more. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, the Lady Bing, which is the most gentlemanly player, whatever the fuck that means. I got a, I got a problem with this. I think it's the same problem I had last year. <laughs> Shocker. You have a problem with everything. Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, and Ryan O'Reilly are the three uh, finalists. 
Mm-hmm. Austin Matthews basically like assaulted a security guard during the off season this last su- summer. Mm-hmm. Ryan O'Reilly got drunk and drove his pickup truck into a Tim Hortons a couple years ago. That was a while ago. So <laughs> then he should be nominated for the Masterton, not the. Not well, Lay being is essentially who who took the le- the least amount of pims with in you know contrast of how much ice time they get. I get that. That's but that's what it is. It's stupid, and I object. And Nathan McKinnon should win it because he's the only one that hasn't done something which should land him in jail at some point. Yes, but he did take a misconduct today for uh, yelling at a ref. So uh, I guess that's not going to happen. Well, there goes the Lady Bing. Yep. Okay, so that's the award. It's going to be Ryan O'Reilly, by the way. Yeah, probably. Uh, there, a new coach was hired, which we didn't mention because all these other things happened. Unimportant. <laughs> There's 31 jobs or 32, kind of. <laughs> 32 now. And release fired. Um, so Lindy Ruff formerly of Dallas, formerly of Buffalo, got hired, who is the most, like, vanilla, bleh coach. Great mustache. Great mustache. I mean, I, I, I agree. Top I can, tier. I I just like mine. It's just a great like- mustache. <laughs> Congratulations on your hair anniversary, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's been two years since I started growing out my hair for all of you. Uh, so Someone says, is that Sonia? This is pretty sure I deserve the Lady Bing. I'm going to go with that Sonia. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick Stormer said they might give the Masterton to Kali Cave, which I think I would be in agreement oh, with. I really like that. Thanks for that, Patrick. That's a good idea. You've contributed something positive. It's been a while for you. Harsh. All right. Oh, maybe. That might be Aaron Miller. Yeah, it could be also Aaron Miller. Love Aaron Miller. He should. Des- he does deserve a Lady Bing. Yeah. Uh, it could, there's lots of Millers. Um Regardless, it's Miller time. Uh, It could be Ryan Miller. You never know. I mean, it could happen. Um, Okay. Uh, Next. Yeah, Lindy Ruff. Thoughts on Lindy Ruff? Do you care? No. Bad coach. Bad coach. Just don't care? Yeah, great mustache. Okay, got it. Uh, New Jersey's not going to do better with Lindy Ruff (laughs) on the bench. Yeah. I guess That's, that's where I'm at with that. Which sucks because New Jersey Devils were my pick at the start of the year to be a great team. And yeah, about that. Yeah, I was off about that one. Um, sorry, I'm doing a little little maintenance here. Uh, so Facebook is working, but oh, I think Facebook's working now. Oop, head on over you there. Get, you get the lady being for fighting angry John, right? I definitely Fantastic. deserve the lady being there. There's no question. All right, so let's talk about um. Did you notice the boards are changing every game for who's a home and who's away? I heard something about that, but I haven't been paying attention to it, I guess. It's really, really, really weird. I feel bad for the fucking yeah. ice so, crew. You know, they have six games. They have three games in each bubble. So they're like replacing the boards at least three times a day. Because of the sponsors? Because of the sponsors. And they're doing it for a home game, right? So you'll have like a Hurricanes game and you'll have, you know, Raleigh barbecue places advertising it's cool yeah i can like a lot of work makes them makes them feel a little bit more like they're playing in their home home barn i guess it it definitely feels like a lot of work but it's it's cool um all right we also got a couple of other things before we can talk about uh players who sat out i somehow missed this Mm -hmm. um but you were allowed to sit out 
uh, you know, free of, of all consequences if you didn't want to go to the bubble. Yep. And um, about 10 people opted out. It was supposed to be a uh, you weren't supposed to be penalized at all um, for opting out. So he, I think there were 10, seven, something like that. So Carl Alsner of the Montreal Canadiens opted out, but he basically wasn't going to play because he's on the AHL roster. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they wanted him to all opt out anyway. So yeah, it worked out for everyone. Um, Stephen Camper opted out from the, the Boston Bruins and he's OK, but they got lots of other defensive depth. Yeah, um, he, I th- didn't they have like eight defense? I mean, at one I think point everyone has eight. Yeah, they did. Um, Stephen Camper, wife and kid apparently are both high risk. So he said, fuck this. Yeah. Uh, Mike Green of the Oilers, we can go to how that's going to go later, uh, opted <laughs> out. So Mike Green was traded from Detroit to Edmonton, played like a game before getting injured for the Oilers, yep. and then opted out. So yep. Mike Green played like two games or a game for the Oilers. Um, that is an interesting emote. You see that? No, it's not online yet. It's like a purple flame with a dog i love it uh, <laughs> you'll see okay so uh it also looks like facebook is working now the facebook chat right which is good so yeah mike green opted out i feel kind of bad oh, for edmonton um but yeah mike green basically said for deeply personal family health reasons fuck this good for him uh roman Polak was one of the first people to opt out and he basically he's from the, uh, on the stars he wasn't gonna play uh, he basically said, fuck this. And he went to go play a uh, season in the, the Czech league um, for the KHL. So, uh, yeah, Roman Polak's illustrious career in the NHL. It's probably over. It's done. Which is OK. Sven Berchi of the Canucks said, fuck this. I'm not playing because um, he wasn't going to play anyways. And then Travis Hamanick of the Calgary Flames, uh, who would have actually played. He's probably yeah. their third best defenseman. Yeah, probably gets out four minutes for sure. Yeah. Um, said i'm not playing wouldn't it help them it well actually never it mind. might have it might have they won they won <laughs> it might help them in the next round yeah and they can't join the the round okay so those are the people who opted out um i want to take a moment to apologize for the audio issues at the beginning of this podcast and last podcast we're working this out you can see the production quality is just tremendous I mean, subscribe to Alex's OnlyFans and you can help fund us get better mics. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, man. There was also a, a couple retirements. I'm not going to go through all of them, but one of them, Tommy Wingles retired, former Sharks legend. Tommy Wingles, one of my favorite Sharks. He retired. Sad. Best friends to Thomas Hurdle. Tomash Hurdle. Yeah, sad. Okay. We wish him the best. Um, he was great. He was great on the Sharks. He was. He seemed like a good dude. Uh, great on Chicago. Instrument. Great and was he? Yeah. Great on the Senators. I don't think he was great anywhere else. But um, we should uh, we should talk about um, fighting. I don't really want to get into the whole <laughs> is fighting necessary discussion because I know we disagree <sighs> on that. And I' glad I can see your face so you can roll your eyes. Has there been more fighting? Are you sure? Yes. I think you're wrong. I might pull some stats for next week, but I think just because it's been like weird people fighting. No, I think there's like Jason Spezza fighting. Yeah. What's weird. I think there's been uh, significantly more fighting 
this There's qualifying some pent round. rage there. Go jerk off in the bubble or something. I don't know. Wow. But like, sir, this is a Christian podcast. It is not a Christian podcast. <laughs> this is my podcast, and I am and not after Christian. I told, after I told everyone to subscribe to your OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there could be Christian people in OnlyFans. I'm sure there are. Uh, I, I am pretty sure there has been significantly more fighting in this qualifying round than there has been in a normal NHL regular season game or first round of the playoffs. Mm. I will pull some stats for next week, but okay. I'm pre- you don't think so? Who cares? Who ca- who cares? Obviously you do, but do I? No, not really. It's fighting. All right. I, I don't think we need to have this discussion now, but we, we should talk about this at some point. Okay. I don't understand how you can be okay with people giving themselves concussions constantly, which is what they're doing with fighting. All right. Uh, okay um there's also been a lot of injuries uh which i find pretty interesting i don't find that interesting at all i'm it's very much expected they haven't been skating and playing for none of them have been six months injuries that i would have expected like that they're all like weird injuries like i'm trying to describe them like like weird freak injuries which i don't think happen due to lack of conditioning or something like that like who comes to mind for you? I mean, Mark Shifley, for example. Uh, I mean, Kachuk. But okay, maybe we just should talk about each series. Yeah. Okay. Um, first off, the hockey's been really, really, really good. Really, I think. Do you agree? I mean, yes, but is it also because we've just been so starved for hockey? Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. Like honestly, I think I got to a point where I would watch a fucking peewee game and. Just get way too into you it. You watched start. us play beer league? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's how good it was. No, but yeah. dude, these guys are trying really fucking hard. They're skating fucking fast. They're hitting each other. They're, they're fighting. Um, <laughs> I think the hockey's been really, really good. I'm super excited. I, again, this quarantine has changed me. I do not, I, I can, I can point at things which are dumb. Like, like the coach is not wearing masks and say, this is bad. Um, but in general, I think the hockey's been fantastic. I think, in general, the qualifying round uh, has been much better than the um, the round robin the round robin games. The round robin games have been a little, a little. Some of them have been okay. But I think most of them have been. Uh, the qualifying games have been much better. Um, I think some series are better than others. There's a lot of hate, which is, I mean, I love I, it. It's great. It's just. It seems a little strange and it doesn't seem fabricated. It's not like one team. Well, I think one, you know, they haven't played in a while. Sure. Um, and two, there are teams in there that, you know, if you continue through their season, they might have not made the playoffs. So they kind of see this as like a second chance to save their season. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of giving it their all like Chicago and Montreal and. But like, like even even Phoenix was is was doing well, but they were kind of downtrending a little bit near the end. Huh? Arizona. I'm correcting you. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I just think that there's just a lot more emotion towards the series because this is their actual chance to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I, most of it. I agree. It's just it seems kind of 
I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting them. To, this sounds really stupid as I'm going to say it, but I wasn't expecting them to try so hard. Yeah, and, that does sound stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, you sound stupid. Thanks. Um, stupid. <laughs> have you, uh, <laughs> all right, let's just talk about some of the series. <laughs> Fuck you. you dick. Um, all right. You have a list of, uh, the series. No. Why not? No. You said you were going to. I mean, I, I, all right. I have NHL.com so up. The first series that was decided was uh, three games, Carolina versus New York. Yeah. They, uh, New York looked bad. They just looked off. They didn't look good. I don't, I don't know why. Do you have theories Z- on that? I mean, Zabinijad was completely invisible. Uh, so was Panarin. Like, the big, the big players just didn't step up. And You think that's what it was? Yeah, because that top line is such a big source of their offense. I wasn't and, expecting uh, it to be quite that bad. They played bad. They, they um, played bad. And I'm, Carolina just played like yeah, Carolina they, does. They, really they just played. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of strange to me, but they got eliminated in three games. Um, Tony, is this crap on? Yes, it's on. Fuck you. You're crap. Uh, no, you're not. I love you. Um, but yeah, Carolina played really good. And I, I picked the Rangers. I don't know why that was apparently a really bad pick. I mean, I wanted, I, I wanted the Rangers too, but Carolina was the correct choice. Yeah. All right. The Islanders beat the Panthers. I love you too, Tony. The Islanders beat the, <laughs> beat the Panthers uh, in three games or four games, three to one. Um, the Panthers don't look good either. They just they nope. didn't. I, I didn't watch the game that they won. And uh, some news on that, actually. They uh, let go of my f- close personal friend, uh, Dale Talon, today. Wait, really? Um, yeah. Like GM to- duties. Today? Today. Oh, wow. News that you knew? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Is this one of your rumors? You like to. No. Spe- All right. I'll have to fact check that later. But that's actual news. All right. Well, um, your close personal friend is probably not getting another gm job no he did very awful in florida he done um so he's never won a stanley cup even though he, he architected three of them in chicago he, yeah pretty much built that's, that's bad the i feel bad basis of what chicago was yeah i feel bad for him uh the islanders look pretty good they're like a counterpunch team they won't i mean like, it's torts that's just his team that's his trots, system trots. that's what trots sorry not torts <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, that's that's a system. That's what he does. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, and the trap and then they counter. And yeah, it's boring. What it is. Bobrovsky's bad. That's a rough contract. I hope he gets better. He seems like a good dude. Um, the Predators lost to the Coyotes in four games. I think I picked that one wrong as well. I picked um, that one right. The Coyotes did not get uh, any pushback or weirdness from their Actually, GM no, I picked stuff. it wrong. I don't know. It's it's recorded, thankfully, with bad audio quality. Uh, <laughs> that series didn't kind of have the allure that some of the others did. Um, did you do you agree? I mean, Phil yeah, it was a couple goals. Taylor it wasn't Hall like was crazy okay. exciting. Um, yeah, but whatever. Good for Phoenix. Yeah, they're still Arizona, not Phoenix. They haven't been Phoenix for like ten years. Good for Phoenix. <laughs> okay. Um, Good for Glendale, I guess, because that's where the stadium is. Yeah. Uh, the Canucks beat the Wild in Fantastic. four games as well. We mm-hmm. both guessed that one correct. Now, self five. 
Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that game also, or that series also wasn't particularly exciting or interesting. Um, I think. I, I just like the Canucks. Yeah. They're, see, I was funny. Ask me that. Ask me that five years ago. Well, it's weird. We, like, I talked about this last, last week. The Canucks have like four players that I fucking despise. Um, and I don't really dislike the Canucks. It's weird. Yeah. Um, Tony, there are no cardboard cutouts in the stands. Um, they didn't, they decided not to go with the teddy bear approach or the fake video screen approach. I think it, it looks really, really good. I, I don't, I'm glad they did what they did. I, again, I am such an optimist now, thanks to our, this global pandemic, which is weird. And it looks great. They did a fantastic job with game presentation. Um, I've, I watched a little bit of basketball just to compare it to, which is weird for me to say, and it, it looked weird. But I don't really know what basketball is supposed to look like, I'll be honest. Oh, my God. How do you think it looks? I think it looks great. Okay, see, you're an optimist, too, just like me. I'm a pessimist when it comes to you, an optimist when it comes to everything else. All right. Let's talk about the three most interesting series. Okay. Um, two of them are decided. One of them is not. We'll get to the insane thing that happened yesterday. But yesterday, what, five of the six teams that went up for elimination got eliminated. Got eliminated. It was like Black Friday. There's only yeah. one. Yeah, Tony, it's weird. I don't know why I'm not. I'm an optimist. Um, there's like one, only one series is going to a game seven or a game five, and that's the Maple Leafs Blue Jackets, which we'll get to in a second. The Oilers got eliminated by the Blackhawks in four games. I call that one. I did not. Connor McDavid looked like a fucking god. Yep. Uh, Tyler Ennis got hurt. Yep. Andreas Anthony wasn't playing on the top line. Nope. Dave Tippett, who I said I liked a lot. Um, made the stupid decision of starting Mike Smith. Your favorite. Yeah, it, it was bad. He made a couple bad decisions. Why wasn't Anthony see you playing on the top line? Like, am I wrong here? Like, it's dumb. He should have been playing. Bad they decisions. They had Nuge on the top line, and Nuge played great. And there's three people on a line, Mark. You have McDavid, you have Nuge, and... Who else? Who was, who was their third? I don't even know. It was Cassian. It was Archibald. It was never Anthonisiu. I don't know. Oh, it's because they want they want a forecheck. They want an F one. And F Anthonisiu, the fastest guy in the league, can't do that. Yeah, no, because he's a skill guy. All right. Well, he's all flash. It's dumb, and I object. And I'm a better coach than Dave Tippett. Clearly, um, the Blackhawks played really, really, really well. Jonathan Taves has been re-elevated by the Canadian media to deity status. Mm-hmm. He's he's the top 100 players of all time list. I think Duncan Keith had two goals. Yeah, what, what how, crazy. where did that come from? Uh, he's just happy that Brent Seabrook isn't there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's just a giant anchor, Brent Seabrook. Um, but those all those games were pretty good. They were all pretty exciting. Lots of scoring. A lot of... Um, Physicality. Yeah, it, it was good hockey. Oli Mata doesn't look terrible. Oh, he still looks like he's skating in cement, but, but he's um, like not playing particularly bad. It's weird. Calvin DeHaan yeah. looks pretty good. Connor Murphy looked like Connor Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Russ says I should start coaching Saturday nights. And oh, um, 
I think that's a great idea. That's a bad idea. Why? That's a bad idea. I'd be a great coach. I'm such an optimist now, right? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, So that series was pretty good. Uh, I talked to a friend of the show, Kreitz, and... um, Alex Kreitz! Yeah, friend of the show. Stat man. Yeah. He's a stat man. He's... Let me know when you're done. He's kind of upset. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted the Hawks to get some experience and then lose so they can get the the first overall pick. Um, But... They need it. I mean... yeah, they need it. They need to restock because they're going to be in cap hell. It's going to be bad. So now if everyone's going to be in cap hell. They're they're everybody long, cap hell. They're going to be bad. They're going to be in, in trouble. Um, so if they just fizzle out in this first round, it's going to be rough. Uh, Dude, Seattle's going to have a top pairing D of Brent Seabrook and Brent Burns. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they can get Ugh. Seattle to take Brent Seabrook. There's no way. They're going to have to give him, like, Patrick Kane along with Brent Seabrook. Also, Patrick Kane looked kind of invisible that series. Is that just me? So does Debrinkit. They were really, like... I mean, Debrinkit made some bad mistakes. Yeah, they were really... Yeah. Um, okay. The Penguins, sweet Patrick Marlowe, has been eliminated from the playoffs. He was invisible. My prediction of him being good early was um, incorrect. Yes. Incorrect. Uh, I was, I was wrong. I feel bad for him. I don't. Why? He seems like a good guy. I don't know. You already know I'm not a Patrick Marlowe fan. Doesn't matter. He's going to be back on the Sharks next year anyway. God so damn it. I, I'm going to say this every single fucking week. If I am a Doug Wilson supporter. If Doug Wilson does not re-sign Patrick Marlowe, if given the opportunity to a one-year $700,000, which is the new league minimum according to the CBA, contract, I'm going to lose my mind. He's going to sign him. If he doesn't, I will lose my fucking mind. I don't think he okay. will. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. What are you going to lose? My fuck. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the Canadians <laughs> eliminated the Penguins in four <laughs> games. Carey Price played pretty well. Matt Murray played like shit. The Canadians Price played-, played hella good. He played okay. He, he had like amazing. a 185 save percentage. Their defense played really well. Jeff Petrie's apparently really good again. Petrie's a god. What? Ben Sherratt. Ben Sherratt. What? Amazing. It was weird. Victor uh, Mete, a god. Is it, it was very strange. Uh, Shea Weber's Shea Weber's a Shea Weber of old. <laughs> you see what Russ said? It was optimistic. What is wrong with me? Oh, it's on my hand. That's weird. Um, Schmutz. So, uh, it, it was upsetting and frustrating. Because I wanted the Canadians to get Alexi Lafreniere. Alexis. No, you're, you're objectively wrong on that one. And I think the Canadians, or sorry, the, the Penguins are going to now get Alexi Lafreniere. They're not going to be able to afford him. What do you mean? That's not an option. You have an entry-level contract. His cap is maxed. They're, they're not going to be able to afford the ELC. No, that, that bullshit. They'll, they'll get rid of fucking Dominic Simone, or actually, I think he's on the Ducks now, but they'll get rid of someone. They, they have to. Jack motherfucking Johnson. Okay, so Jack Johnson was on the ice for like six of the nine. No, I think it was he's five so, of the he's eight. He's so bad. He's so bad. Five on five goals. Like, that's that's bad. It's real bad. Just just bench the dude. <gasps> Excuse me. 
I, I honestly don't know what Jim Rutherford was thinking. It's Sorry. Crosby's friend. It was his roommate in high school. True. It's bad. Um, okay. Now the really cool series. How much of this did you watch yesterday? The Maple Leafs Blue Jackets game. I watched all of it and I watched the game before it. How much hockey have you been watching? I've been watching all six <laughs> games every single have day. You really? When, like if, if we're home and I'm like working, I'll just have it on yeah. my other monitor watching so i've i've haven't been able to watch quite as much as i'd like i've been having it on in the background but um i would watch this game because it was one of the later games and i was actually listening to it driving uh and i turned it on i i I left my car got in or i left my office got in the car with like seven minutes left and i was listening to the leafs radio and when they scored that third goal by the way, I, we should mention the series was tied two to one with the Blue Jackets in the lead. If the Blue Jackets won, uh, they would eliminate the Maple Leafs and the entire city of Toronto would have burned down, except for the bubble. It's um, also good to note that uh, Columbus came back from a 3-0 deficit yeah, the previous game before. Game, the previous yep, game. To win it in overtime. So with like four minutes left, the Leafs broadcast literally, or, or sorry, with like five minutes left when they scored that third goal. Uh, when was Pierre-Luc Dubois scored, I think. It was like, oh, well, and Pierre-Luc Dubois has sealed it for Columbus. This is the end. And then they, uh, the Maple Leafs scored with three and a half minutes left. And they didn't even think, oh, there's a chance. They were like, well, this is pointless. It was really <laughs> defeatist. It was <laughs> insane. Now, of course, being a Sharks fan and being at that game with you, the... Uh, the greatest game, the I've greatest ever seen game ever, life. of course, yes. where I punched my mother in the face. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought to myself, OK, who can get injured and knocked out to spark a three goal comeback? Well, apparently the Maple Leafs didn't even need this. They just needed to pull their goalie and get a six on five. And they also needed Zach Wierenski right, to get injured. Hurt. Yes. So uh, they scored three goals Six on five with three and a half minutes. The last goal with like 22 seconds left. 22 seconds left, yeah. It was insane. It was yeah. absolutely bonkers. I am so glad I was listening to the, the Leafs radio because I don't know if you 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 remember that guy. He's the guy that goes, holy Mackinac, Austin Matthew. He's, he's not quite Rick Jenneret, but yeah, uh, he was losing his ever-loving mind. He apparently called his son's during the break the intermission to say make sure you turn this game back on because it's going to overtime which is hilarious and very canadian um and then of course austin matthews wins it in overtime with just a ridiculous pass that pass yeah. from taves i know tavares taves was it tavares to marner and marner to matthews no it was marner to tavares to okay. matthews yeah marner's pass was insane and then tavares it was it was gorgeous i really like the maple leafs I've said this before. I'm so glad. It was insane. It was awesome, awesome, awesome hockey. The question is, was it more impressive than the Sharks' comeback? As Sharks fans, we have to talk about this. No. Why is that? Because it was Game 7? Or because it wasn't Game 7? Because it was Game 7. We were down. We lost our captain. Well, they were down too. They were down the same amount. But they didn't lose our captain. Okay, sure. So if Tavares had also gotten hurt. Also, I, I don't think no one on Vegas got hurt as well that game. I guess they lost Cody Eakin. 
Yeah, who, who got eliminated because he's on the Win- Winnipeg Jets now. Oh, so I didn't talk about that series. No, you didn't. But anyway, um, we'll no, Sharks, Sharks' comeback was still better. Okay. Well, I, Especially I, because Sharks tied it, took the lead, and then oh, yeah, and Vegas, Vegas tied it with like a minute left to go. Uh, All hockey games will be compared to that hockey game until the end of time. Yeah. Um, also, All punches to the face will I be compared. I did not punch my face or punch the face of my mom. Sorry again, mom, if you're listening. Also, please stop listening. Uh, <laughs> do you think the Maple Leafs will win this next game? No. Oh, did you listen to Tavera, or, uh, uh, Tortorella's pod, or, uh, post-game interview? No, I didn't. It was amazing. It was incredible. Um, I mean, isn't every interview with Tortorella? This one was different. He wasn't angry. Uh, he just he like answered each question in like the shortest possible way. And he's like, well, I guess you know the answer to that question. That's why you're asking it that way. Next question. Wow. It was awesome. And they were like four questions. It was great. Now, what I wanted to talk about, Tortorella needs to be given credit here. Jonas Corposalo looked like a fucking god in game one and game two. Mm -hmm. The Maple Leafs looked unbeatable in game two. So he swapped out Jonas Corposalo who eventually gave up goals. He gave up three goals in the third game before putting in Merz Likens. In the third game. But in the second yeah. game, he was unstoppable for like up two and a half periods. It was incredible. Then Tortorella put in Merz Likens. Merz Likens, I don't know how the hell. What a name. Just incredible. Elvis. 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 Um, put in Elvis. And then Elvis stopped like 65 shots in a row before giving up a goal in with three and a half minutes left in the game. I don't know if that's just dumb luck by Tortorella, but like they they had a three goal comeback in game four or sorry, game three after they put in Merzlikens. It, I don't know. I don't like Tortorella. I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm an optimist now. It was really impressive. Very good coaching. So who do you think he puts in for game five? Elvis. Actually, that's a good question. No, I would put back in Corpus Allo, I have no I have no fucking clue. I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. The, and it honestly depends on if Zach Wierenski is going to be available or yeah, not. So I, I don't know if how much of that had to do with it, but do you think they're going to win? The Maple Leafs? No, I don't want them to. Okay, well, that's not what I asked. Do you think they're going to win? Uh, maybe. They have, I would think they're just riding on emotion. Yeah. So that could go one of either way, right? That could go one of two yeah. ways. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, if, if, if Wierenski was still in, yeah. I don't think they have a chance. Because Wawrenski and, and Seth Jones. Jones are just completely dominating anyone who they're playing yeah. against. Um, we should also mention that Jake Muzzin of the Toronto Maple Leafs has been injured. Took a really weird spill, and like it was unclear if it was from a cross check to the back or like hitting his face on someone's skate. Yeah, and he like tweaked his neck, and he I lost I, feeling. He lost feeling in his lower extremities. I um, is what I they watched said. it live. And I was like, oh, this is really smart. I, I, I feel bad because Mike Milbury said something similar. And I, have, I don't want to have anything in, in similar with Mike Milbury. You hear that, folks? Alex is Mike Milbury. Look. Hold on, he, let me stare in the camera. Guys, Thanks, John. Alex equals Mike Milbury. All right. So um, I, I didn't think Jake Muzzin was faking it, but I thought he was staying down in order to get a whistle it did look a little strange because he was moving. 
I mean, but, Jake Muzzin plays like a marshmallow, but he's still a big boy, and I don't honestly think he would have. I don't think he would have either. That's why I was kind of confused. But he was like actively moving around, and then the trainer came out and immobilized his neck, and I'm like, oh fuck! And then they got the stretcher out, and yeah. it was just silence for like seven minutes of this. Broadcast. I'm wondering if he was moving around because he was trying to see if he can feel anything. It was weird. It was really yeah. weird. He apparently left the bubble went to a hospital, then rejoined the bubble and is like quarantined in his room for like a week and a half. Yeah. And it, it's the entire thing is weird. He's going to be okay. Apparently it was very uncomfortable. Um, a couple other people left the bubble due to injury. Uh, uh, Michael Furland of the Canucks left the team <clears throat> at the beginning of the season because he got in a fight. Concussion issues, right? Had concussion issues all season. Came back, played game one, got into a fight in game one, played half of game two, and then left, and has now left the bubble and is not going to be able to rejoin. Fighting is bad. (laughs) I was glad I could see your face. Um, Okay, and then the last series is Calgary eliminating the Jets in... um, Okay, Russ says it was silent because there was no fans. I would agree with you, except it would normally be silent it would have been silent regardless. There was fans. Yeah. So it, it was extra weird. I agree, because there was no fans, but it was very strange. It was really, really, really weird. Um, okay. Matthew Kachuk is a dirty piece of shit. In the first yes. game, Matthew Kachuk injured or was right next to Mark Shifley as he quote unquote injured Mark Shifley, and I'm pretty sure tore something in his knee. No. False. I don't think it was Achilles. It is an Achilles injury. That was the official statement. They aren't allowed to officially state anything. I read that it was Achilles. Fake news. Mark, fake news, reading rumors again. Regardless, it was weird and uncomfortable. And Paul Maurice, the coach of the Jets, went on like this tirade about seeing it from the blue line. If you could see the blue line camera, you would see that he was maliciously trying to end his career. It was very weird. Um, I mean, Matthew Kachuk is a shitty person, but I don't think that he would purposely try and cut someone with their skate. Sure. Uh, I, I agree. But Matt Cook, yes, maybe, but not, <laughs> not Matt Kachuk. Okay. But the, they lost Line A. The Jets lost Line A and Shifley, their two best offensive players in the first game. There yeah, was this- no way they're going to come back. This could have been a completely different series yeah, if there was no way. I feel really, really bad for them. I feel awful. Yeah. I don't think the Flames look very good. No, they're going to. I, I hope and I think that they're, they're going to get fucked up in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. All right. So um, there's only one series left, the Jackets and the Leafs. That's tomorrow on Sunday. On Monday, they have the draft lottery. So either the Leafs or the Blue Jackets. And then the Panther, or sorry, Leafs, Blue Jackets, Panthers, Predators, Penguins, Oilers, Wild, Jets. We'll have have a chance. Uh, for... I, I think I missed one. Crap. Dallas. No. 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 They're they're like they they played the Robin. Sorry, uh, I missed one. Crap. Um, looking, looking, looking. Pittsburgh. You say Pittsburgh. Maybe I think so. Regardless, who do you think deserve, or who who do you want to see win? Who do I want to see win? Yes, Minnesota. I think Minnesota is the correct answer. Either them or Florida. 
Uh, Florida or, or Winnipeg. Actually, Winnipeg got the second overall pick recently. No, Winnipeg has and the, so many good the forwards. Panthers, oh, my mom is watching. <gasps> Look at that. Mom, I'm sorry for punching you in the face. Hi, Mr. Uh, Mel. Hi. The Islanders. Oh, the Rangers. We forgot about the Rangers. Oh, uh, the Rangers. Uh, the Islanders, mom, cannot get the first overall pick because they are making it to the next round because they beat the Florida Panthers. So they are not in contention. Um, the Rangers don't deserve it. They got a second overall pick. The um, speaking of, yeah, Kako, he looked invisible well. all series. Yeah. yeah, he looked invisible all season, which is unfortunate because I actually had a lot of high hopes for him. Yeah, hopefully it, he turns it around. It's it's for, you know he's for a his sophomore slump. <laughs> <laughs> Keith says, "Don't read my comments, mom. It's my mom, not your mom. Don't worry." Um, I feel I'm nervous now. Uh, okay, so I think the Minnesota should win. Florida has Barkov and Huberto, which are really low overall picks. The Rangers don't deserve anything because they won the draft lottery last year and got Kako. Um, the Jets got Line a couple years ago. Now, who, and we had this conversation earlier, who is going to make the hockey world explode the most? If Edmonton or is it Pittsburgh Edmonton, gets it? Edmonton, Pittsburgh, or Chicago. Sorry, not Chicago. Edmonton or Pittsburgh. Edmonton. It has so? to be. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, this kid put up more points than Snake Crosby on the same team in his uh, junior year. Same league. Same league. Yeah. I, um, I have, I've watched this kid. I'm, 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 I'm not as, as hot on him as everyone else, but I mean, I'm also, I'm a professional coach, not a professional scout. So, but McDavid, Dreisaitl, Lafreniere we can't. as your one, two, three. Uh, it was like this. You couldn't see the third one, but oh, uh, sorry. I, I don't know how far how far down it was. Okay, Crosby, Malkin, yeah, Lafreniere. But Crosby, Malkin, Lafreniere. They're like Crosby, Malkin are a lot older. Sorry. And <laughs> do we reveal something we awkward, say? possibly hockey related, Mom? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm an open book. Go ahead, Mom. I don't I think mean, I should have said that. I understand why Pittsburgh would would they would blow up because. They've just won two cups. Yep. Um, and getting someone like that would be dumb. Um, but Edmonton has gotten so many first round picks in well, the last only decade. Had, what, four? Oh, only four. When was the is, last is time it, the Sharks it, had a first overall pick? Oh, they've never had a first overall pick. Is it four, by the way? Um, Yakupov, Nuge, Yakupov, Big David. Yeah, four. Okay. Again, what was Eberle? Uh, not nah, he was like seventh. Oh. Patrick Pittsburgh doesn't have to give up anything. It's an ELC. ELCs are locked for three years. Yeah, but what's the ELC like? One point two? No, it's it's eight hundred. Is it eight hundred? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I think so. It's under a million. The blanket he gave up in his twenties. That blanket meant a lot to me, mom. Okay. Oh my God. Don't, okay. judge, don't judge me for the blanket. So you think they'll. they'll she sewed they'll, me a quilt and it's up there. They'll Jordan stall it and have Lafreniere play in the I, third line? I, I don't. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, I, I don't know. All I'm saying is. I mean, either way, it's shitty. The, the hockey is there. The hockey world's going to go insane. Or what if Toronto gets it? Okay. So yeah, Toronto or, or. Yeah. And they don't deserve it either. So. And the Blue Jackets don't deserve it either. So. Um, because they just got uh, Dubois at third. 
So that was a pick that everyone hated, though, and now everyone is lauding as an amazing pick. The dude's dude's a stud, but it's it's insane. It's ridiculous. I love chaos, and I kind of hope. So you want? I kind of hope that Edmonton gets it. Wow, wow! Because they're going to lose their fucking mind. Also, Connor seems like a good dude, and as but Zach Cassian's a dick. I mean, honestly, it would probably be more beneficial for Lafreniere. To get Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because then he true. can learn under Crosby. Wait, Keith, there are auto-generated captions? What? Really? No, there's not. All right. Um, okay. What else do we have to talk about? Um, that's on Monday, uh, after the game on Sunday. And then it's going to go into the traditional round of 16 best of seven games. Did you like the best of five format? Because I think it was a little it went a little too fast. I felt like I loved it. Yeah. Every game was weighted so much more. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I don't I don't think that they should change the first round of the playoffs to that. Because um, I love the, the sludge and the grind that is three best of seven series until you can play the Stanley Cup finals. Um, there are, there are auto generated captions. That's amazing. Sorry. I didn't know that. That's a, that's a Facebook um, thing, Keith. That's pretty cool. It's only on the pucks and deep Facebook, but for this format, I, I, I like it better than like a, like a MLB wild card where it's like you win and you're in. Yeah. Um, so that the top eight teams make it. And then you have like a eight or the next eight get to play a best of five series or something. Yeah, I'm sure they're not going to change it because it's the NHL, but I'm optimistic now. Thanks to the pandemic. And oh God. Uh, I hope they do because it's, it's cool. It's really, really cool. Um, OK, uh, a couple more things to talk about. I think I have two more things to talk about. OK, have you watched any of the behind the scenes content in the bubble? I have not, actually. It's really cool. There's a Twitter profile uh, inside the NHL bubble um, or something like that. It's really, really, really cool. They've like sanctioned off and or like roped off entire floors for the teams. And like the Islanders, for example, have gotten really into ping pong and they put a ping pong table in like the, the lobby area where all of the, the elevators are. And there's this video of Jean-Gabriel Pajot walking in like like Rocky to play a game of ping pong. It's really funny. They have a dedicated Wi-Fi network for all the game consoles, for all the people playing Fortnite and Warzone. Um, I heard about that. It, just, there's a bunch of stuff like this. They have yeah. like, uh, there are no bubble hookers. My mom's in the chat. Stop it, Keith. Um, <laughs> uh, the other really, really, really cool thing, and this is something I didn't know they would do, but they've like rented out areas next to the hotels um, for them to like go and hang out. So BMO Field, which is where the Toronto uh, CFL team and um, MLS team plays. Yeah, the They've like team. rented out the entire field and the players and anyone in the bubble can just go and hang out in a giant stadium. That's really cool. It's it's awesome. And it's it's yeah. great use of time. And they've like they have fences and you're not allowed to leave the fenced area. Um there's a a really cool video inside the Edmonton bubble um uh with Steve Mayer, the chief content officer of of the NHL like giving a tour of the entire bubble. The testing looks awesome. Oh, and we should mention there has been zero positive tests for the last two weeks. Yeah, they've been um, doing great. So if they can keep the bubble, if it's a true bubble, 
it should work theoretically now almost half the teams have are going to go home so the bubble is going to shrink significantly theoretically lowering the risk now i would also assume that people are going to get more brazen and less be less uh you know respectful of the rules as time goes on um but we'll see either that or they might clamp down even more for the rules and be like you know yeah. if you're in the stanley cup final and you don't want to get suspended for breaking a bubble rule right yeah, exactly. so um exactly maybe hopefully they take it seriously hopefully. for the hopefully. rest of the tournament it's really 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 cool so and the, i mean the, the area awesome. the area of toronto like in general has i think like 10 cases a day if that to begin with so and they're doing a really great yeah they're i love canada <laughs> Um, and uh, Patrick does mention that one of the Leaf goalies is vlogging on a daily basis. The, the third string goalie, some Finnish guy, who, who, his English is phenomenal, um, is, is doing daily vlogs. Uh, it's very cool. That's cool. So, um, okay, I got to check some of that stuff out. Then. Yeah. And so Keith you. is right. Families are going to be invited at the conference finals when there's four teams left. So they go from 24 teams to four teams. And that is the next dangerous point is when the families are allowed to come in. But are they going to quarantine the families before being able to join the players? They're going to quarantine, and they're all going to get tested daily. Okay. So it's very, very, very cool. Okay. this is Maybe there's more fights because of all the pent-up... Uh, my, pent mo my mom's in here. Stuff. Stop. Uh, <laughs> all the pipes being pent-up. Stop. Stop. All the pucks Stop. not going in deep. Stop. Um, this is going to be a little goalie specific. Are you familiar with VH and RVH? Yes. Okay. Uh, for those listening, VH and RVH is basically a goalie theorem about how the pads are oriented when the puck is kind of behind the net or to the side. It's pretty of the much net. how you, how you stack up against one yeah. of the, cro uh, not the crossbars, but one of the pipes. Um, so VH means vertical horizontal. RVH means reverse vertical horizontal. I don't know why it's not HV, but whatever. So VH means that you have your pad vertical to the, to the, the post and then H your other pad horizontal along the ice. And RVH is the opposite. Um, a lot of goalies have been doing RVH and RVH leaves a hole right here above your shoulder. And it leaves there, a hole there and it leaves a hole where you're, where you're, going up against the post well, but you're, you're supposed to keep your there you're, you're there. sticking your glove hand right yeah i'm not worried about that but there's been like eight or nine goals scored on the rvh corner so i don't know if this is them having weeks to learn which what goalie they're playing and then practice this shot it or if it's completely random but it's a trend watch it it's fascinating um at least and you know me. why you know why goalies go rvh versus because it, it's better it's better going for wraparounds no not just that it's just better because they're since it, it allows since them to push their off skate better. yeah their skate is yeah. up against the pole it, it allows them to push off for the side to it's side. very interesting watch it it's a trend um i don't i haven't seen anyone else point this out but it's pretty cool um okay i don't think we we can like predict all the other series yet um, I'm out of things to talk about. So if our lovely people watching can start throw some questions at us, that we will open up the 10 podcast. minutes to questions. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get 10 minutes worth of questions, but that's okay. <laughs> um, do you have anything that you meant or, Oh, I lied. I have one more thing that just came to my mind. I don't know if I'm going crazy. I probably am, but I think instead of like hitting the mute button during the, um, the, like the live game feed, they're doing like a, 
like a reverse or like a like a backwards audio. Because like all of a sudden, our home, our, I will hear music underneath the commentator and then all of a sudden it'll be like have you noticed that or is it just me no i haven't been i haven't been listening to that i guess okay. i it's really I, weird instead of like a funny bleep or like turning off the audio they're just like reversing it and it's it sounds it it's super like immersive breaking for me it's funny because i'll like notice like when someone gets hit and like yeah. the crowd will like cheer and i'll be like wait a second there, there isn't a crowd okay. there and that's you, like the only time i'm really taken out of it do you mind the crowd noise I mean, no, I guess. I, I don't think I would, I personally would need it. I would watch hockey without any sound. I don't know sound. if it's pumped into the arena. It may just be on the broadcast. Interesting. So I've been watching a lot of, I've been switching bef- between a VPN for the Canadian broadcasts uh, and the, the NBC broadcasts and like the regional broadcasts. The regional broadcasts are doing a pretty good job. Canada has been doing a great job. Prime, NBC has been doing fucking awful. I'm awful. so sick of listening to awful. Pierre. And Mike Milbury. Oh, also, it's um, Pierre's birthday today. So, um, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Pierre's beard looks good. Give him credit for that. He looks less like a turtle. Um, it's a bearded turtle. So, Patrick says that uh, the reverse audio is really distracting. So, now that you have all heard it, it's probably one of the producer's fetishes. Yeah. Oh, my God, Keith. Um, my mom <sighs> asks also, thanks again, mom, for joining. Uh, anyone wagering on brackets? Uh, so the brackets wagering the like, oh, I'm sure the NHL will do a bunch of brackets. It's going to be reseeded after the first round. We don't know where all the seeds are because of there's, they haven't, uh, finalized all the games yet. The NHL is going to go hard into betting. There's going to be a lot of people wagering, a lot of people, um, putting money on brackets. Do you have an early cup pick now that you've seen all the teams play? I still am going with Colorado. Uh, I mean, I'm just, that's just me playing favorites. Like, I just want Colorado to, to make it. I'm going to go Toronto. It's a galvanizing experience. We'll see. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I don't think the fake sound is in the arena. Uh, it, they, it, it's okay sometimes. So I think they're going to continue messing with it, especially up in Canada, and it's going to get better. Uh, I really hope it's going to get better. There's been some new camera angles and stuff um have you seen any of those or liked any of those yeah i don't really care for the cable cam like at all i i love it really yeah it's it's so cool i mean just to see a different perspective like why not it's awesome i mean i've i've helped set one of those things up so maybe i just have an (laughs) affinity of hate for it um yeah i I, for me it it takes me out of it i i think it's gonna sound like real like Back in my day, I don't know. It's just like I'm so used to the camera angles. Sure. Um, normally that seeing something like that kind of takes me out of it. But yeah. Um, y'all need to ask some more questions other than just say Toronto has a terrible breakout and four years ago Avalanche were the worst. Yes, they've turned it around. Uh, Toronto does not have a terrible breakout. You're wrong. Uh, these are not questions, people. Ask questions. These are statements. <laughs> like um, Alex is always wrong. That is a statement. God that is not damn a question. It, I'm not always wrong. I got the Canucks right also, I think. I might have to listen back to that prediction. Um, I, I did notice that like the first day or the first night of games, the first six games, I think I got like every single one wrong. <laughs> it was really, really, was really bad. Fantastic. Um, I really recommend watching the, the Canadian streams. They're awesome. Uh really 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 cool okay what my mom wants to talk about the islanders again okay uh 
What about the Islanders? The Islanders are playing boring hockey mom. I know you're you're from Long or the area. You're not from Long Island, but the Islanders, I, I don't think are going to do very well. We'll see. I could be wrong. They play boring hockey. I think they're going to get eliminated. Um, they play the trap. Is Alex always wrong? Uh, apparently, yes. yes. Does Toronto have a terrible breakout is another question. These people. Yes. Next question. God, you people are the worst. Is Alex always right? Yes, John. Alex is always right. Thank you very much for the great question. Shout out John DeWeese. Uh, (laughs) That is false. So uh, also, have you noticed that? I don't know how much you're listening. My camera just defocused. There you go. Um, There's a very short delay and you can tell that the commentators the announcers that are in the bubble and not in the bubble yeah this is a very easy problem to solve why have they not solved this just have them streamed through discord nitro (laughs) (laughs) or something like like you should be i'm sure they can adjust the delay absolutely they should adjust the broadcast delay it's so it's like such an obvious problem i don't know why they haven't fixed that yet because it's super 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 distracting like i was listening to a doc emmerich broadcast today was it the knights and i fucking hate doc emmerich I don't hate him. He's I'm, not I'm over best, him. I'm so over him. I was watching the Knights. Avalanche you know who game. I actually like is Mike Tirico, surprisingly. And he used to do a lot of like football games. And I think he's doing a great job. Wait, I don't think Mike Tirico. Has he done play by play? Yeah. No. Yeah. They've been testing him out. He, he, he's, he, he did a couple games um, for this. You know who I really tournament. like is AJ Malesko. AJ Malesko she's is also very awesome. Good. Um, but she's female, so she'll never get a spot on NBC. I miss... Um, What's his name? The one that used to do the play-by-play for the Dallas Stars, Razor. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He Dar- got cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daryl, I forget his name. Um, John Forsland got fired by the, hur- or he didn't get his contract renewed by the Hurricanes and then is still calling Hurricanes games for NBC. It's weird. It's really, really, really weird. I don't like John Forsland. Um Oh, yeah. So I saw that today, Keith, the new Kraken commentator, and I actually didn't look it up. Uh, it was a big deal for some reason. Um, what's his name? His name is Everett Fitzhugh. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. And he's the first Whoa. black team broadcaster, um, oh, which cool. is great. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's a minor league hockey broadcaster in Cincinnati. Um this leads me to, uh, again, I really, really, really like everything about the Kraken so far. They're awesome. I know. It's, it's scaring me, honestly. It's frustrating. It's really yeah. frustrating. Um, yeah. I guess it's time to move to Seattle. <laughs> no, um, but that's okay. Yeah. So um, who's Seattle going to take is a really interesting question. I think that's going to be its own podcast, Patrick. There's so oh, yeah, we're definitely gonna, much there. We're definitely going to do a draft. And we like have an expansion draft. We have uh, over a year. I, I think the NHL is going to do a lot of moving around. I think the GMs are going to actually do their fucking job for once. And, you know, actually move stuff around and make it better. Um, Blum stuff? My mom what? says, any other embarrassing Blum stuff? I don't know what that means. Blum stuff? She no, talking about your butt? No, I don't think so. It's big. It's fat. It's about it. it. Smells sometimes. Oh, back Black Lives Matter stuff. Oh, thank you, Mom, for bringing this up. Matt Dumba is raising a fist 
at the uh, start of every anthem or during the anthem, both anthems, Canadian and American. Robin Leonard, who took a knee with Jason Dickinson and, J- and Tyler Sagan and Ryan Reeves, is not doing it anymore. Uh, which kind of defeats the purpose. Doing it once is great. It got people talking. But he acknowledged that he made a mistake. With Trump. With, with yes. supporting Trump. Sure. With, with supporting Trump. That's great. Good for him. I'm glad there's some growth. I wonder if he got the word from management to not fucking do that again. Bill Foley, his owner, is an army guy. I, I'm worried about it. It's very frustrating to see one player who's Filipino, not even black, being the only one doing something. Us Filipinos are pretty damn great. What can I say? I disagree with you there. Uh, Greg Wyshynski brought up in one of his podcasts that he's especially upset at Vegas um, because Ryan Reeves is the type is one of the only players left in the league that actually like protects people, protects his, you know, teammates for a living. And um, none of them can support him. It's kind of frustrating, but that seems kind of par really for the course for Vegas. Heavy statement, honestly. From Wish, but kind of par for the course for Vegas. Yeah. Um, okay. Any other last call for questiones? Um, thank you for bringing up the Black Lives Matter stuff, Mom. Um, any other thing you want to talk about on this podcast? No, I think we covered a lot, honestly, and yeah. I'm excited to talk next week about. Um, the actual playoffs. Yeah. Even though it, it actually, let's talk about this. It's really weird how, um, for the, the play in, you know, the play in tournament that anytime it happened, they're like, Oh, that's his first goal of the playoffs or it's like, you this know, isn't it's the like, playoffs. Yeah. It's like, Oh, this is their first win in the playoffs since 2009. And I'm like, is this really the playoffs, but yeah. I guess they're calling the whole tournament a playoffs because there is no regular season anymore. It's very weird. It's very weird. It's super strange. You're going to have people with, with playoff records on best of five games, not best of seven games. Um, so you can't like use all this strange stats. It's, it's really weird. Um, Keith says Ryan Reeves doesn't protect anybody and protect is in quotes. Um, so uh, Keith, Ryan Reeves does protect them, at least in their minds. That's yeah. why he exists. Whether he actually protects someone else is a completely different question. He scored a goal today, by the way. Did he really? Yeah. Fuck Ryan. It was because uh, Will Carrier was fucking just literally standing in the crease and didn't allow uh, Grubauer to come back into the crease to make a save. Um, it was pretty great. You should probably watch that, All right. that replay. Um, John asks, when are you two getting back on the ice? When can uh, we get back on the ice, John? Well, I mean, we can get back on the ice now. Then why aren't we doing it, Alex? Because I have not heard back from Hannah still. And I refuse to go to a building with my mask on when I'm not breathing hard. Getting on the ice, taking my mask off when I am breathing hard. And then it's not my... like they're going to force you to take your mask off while you're playing. It's though. all the other people, Mark. Yeah, but as long as we have you, you set up a, a pickup with people that you know are going to wear masks... And I, then, so then how do, we're going to wear so masks. So the issue is, how do we set up a pickup? You got to do the camps or whatever the hell they're, they're called. I'm trying, there. and it's not working. That's I'm because trying. he doesn't like you. Well, that's probably true. It's definitely I don't like true. you either. Okay, well, one you more thing. watch yourself. One more thing. Uh, San Mateo County has also been reduced down to stage two or level two or reduced up. 
I don't know. Shelter yeah, they're places on the, they're, level they're on their watch their watch list. So you know? he technically shouldn't be open at all. No, the things are still open. They're just all on the watch list now. But he should not be open. Yeah, but different question. Will they start next season on time? The answer is no. no. They have officially, I think, officially announced it's going to start in January or December. So um, next season is going to be fucked up uh, as well. The game schedule, mom, is available at NHL.com. Um, yeah. Uh, Dan Rosa wants someone to do his best impersonation of Torts talking to his team after the game five loss. It was probably something like this. Fuck. (laughs) And then he walks out. That's my guess. Um, Mine is fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm out. Seriously, you you should watch his post-game press conference. It was awesome. Um... All right, they're talking about skating with a mask. Uh, Keith says, I'm waiting for the Bauer Corona Shield to come out. The Bauer Corona Shield will not do anything. He only lasted 30 minutes. That's longer than you would last in a regular game without a mask, yeah. Keith. So Keith, I call swap bullshit. Swap out masks. That is a stupid problem. Also, you were complaining about masks just to go to the grocery store. So your opinion has no value. Um, the Bauer Corona Shield doesn't protect here. So it doesn't actually shield anything. There's also no filter on it. So, no, the Bauer Corona Shield is marketing and will not actually work. Wear a fucking mask under your your gear. It's not hard. Um, Costco has ones that are cooling, I've heard. Yeah, those probably don't work either. But um, my other thought was to wear one of those masks with a filter. As long as everyone wears a mask with a filter, then you're filtering stuff on the way in as opposed to the way out. The downside there is that you'll possibly get virus onto your gear and stuff. So the real answer is wait until December or January when a vaccine comes. I don't know if um, I can keep my hair until December or January, though. Sure. Well, you can just trim I it. Need, you don't I need to, to see. It. I need to see the flow under a hockey helmet before I cut it. My mom is working on masks if anyone needs masks. And the Bauer Corona Shield is better than fucking nothing. Yes, but... A mask is better than the Bauer Corona Shield, and a mask with the Bauer Corona Shield is better than just one of them. So, yeah. Uh, also, you shouldn't be playing hockey without a mask, period. It's dumb. It's not worth it. I'm sorry. I've gained a lot of weight. I miss it. It's bad. It's dumb. Everyone should be wearing a mask on the ice at a minimum. All right. I'm getting off my, my uh, pedestal now. Anything else, Mark? No, I think that's it. I think this was a great episode, Alex. I apologize for. <laughs> oh, except for ruining the beginning again. That's two weeks in a row, two by weeks the way. In a row. Um, Keith says, can you cut Mark's hair and transplant it on Alex's head? Wow. <laughs> uh, Patrick says, get rollerblades. Patrick, I would like to show you something which I purchased. You seen these before, Mark? No. They're and called, I can't see them because you're, oh, oh, there you go. There it okay. is. They're called Mars Blades. And um, this is a Swedish company that has created a rollerblade chassis, which you obviously put wheels on, and then it will move. It's not, you're not going to be able to see it particularly well, but it'll move and tilt just like um, hmm. uh, ice skates. They call it flow motion technology. Uh, I have obviously not mounted these yet, but this would be you a good You just put your way. shoes on them. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to work. And also I have weird feet, so I need to like, no way. Like, how does it work? Oh, you, you mount, you on? mount these onto ice boots 
you remove the the oh you have to remove the you you remove the blade and then you put this on instead Hmm. and this turns them into something ice like so i i bought these a while ago because i knew i'd want them eventually and um like i bought them in like may or something uh and yeah i need still need to mount them um but it'll happen eventually. Also, we should probably mention that Hockey Export is closing or is closed. Is it really? Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, no. Yeah, they announced they're closing, which is sad. Oh, no. Um, I've been going to that store with my mom for a long time. I remember. I love that place. That's where I got pretty much everything. That's where I yeah. started my hockey career. So um, mom says no wheels. The wheels will be in there, mom. I just haven't put them in yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it comes with wheels. Um Oh God! Wheels. There you go. Yeah. So hockey exports closing. It's sad. I know a couple people who uh, went and they were doing a bunch of sales and that sort of stuff. Oh, should I get a new stick? Yeah. So Keith said hockey hockey pants. I need hockey pants. Hockey X is closing sometime next year. I don't think they're going to last that long, Keith. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure they're going to. Who the fuck is going to want to rent out that warehouse? I mean, like I, out in West Oakland. I don't know. Um, that's I, I that's really unfortunate. No so yeah, it's pretty sad. Uh, but they have stuff. They on spend sale. too much money advertising Sharks games. They, uh, I was always kind of weirded out by some of the hockey X stuff, but they were really into the Bulls, which I know Keith liked, but the Bulls were bad. Um, so yeah, that's okay. too bad. But. Um, yeah okay uh see you guys next week we're gonna try and do this uh 6 p.m every saturday um god damn it dan just asked an actual question the first good question <sighs> nba announced i want to eat dinner dan nba announced plans for regional bubbles for next season if necessary thoughts and best practices nhl can take here on a successful next season any thoughts First of all, Dan, thank you for asking a good, legitimate, excellent question. I honestly think we should pick that up uh, next week because that's a topic that we can actually discuss for more than two minutes. Okay. I think that's a great question. I'm going to put that on our Google Doc. And Dan, we're going to talk about that next week on a next episode of Pucks and Deep. Same place, same time, hopefully with the uh, audio not muted. And hopefully with me with a better mic. Yeah. Um, I have a mic here for you, Mark. So... Okay, everybody. Bye. Bye.